Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of hypertensive nephrosclerosis from the renal section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 42-year-old African-American woman presents to her physician's office for an annual visit. She has a long-standing history of hypertension and is currently not on any medication. On routine laboratory examination, she is found to have a creatinine of 1.5 milligrams per deciliter. Urine studies reveal mild proteinuria. Her physician prescribes lisinopril for her hypertension and likely renal disease. This is a case of hypertensive nephrosclerosis. Let's now get into the topic. Let's start with an introduction about this topic. In terms of a clinical definition, hypertensive nephrosclerosis represents renal sclerosis. It is nephrosclerosis that is associated with chronic hypertension. This is distinct from malignant hypertension or malignant nephrosclerosis. With respect to the epidemiology and demographics, it is common in people of African descent. Risk factors include hypertension and chronic renal disease. The pathogenesis involves the vasculature, glomeruli, tubules, and interstitium of the kidney. Chronic hypertension causes medial and intimal hypertrophy, which causes narrowed vessels and ischemia. Ischemic damage to the kidneys also can cause glomerulosclerosis. Vessel walls are further damaged by hyaline-like material deposition. Interstitial nephritis is often found on biopsy and the exact mechanism is unknown. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation including symptoms and physical exam findings of hypertensive nephrosclerosis. Symptoms would include hypertension that precedes proteinuria or renal insufficiency. Physical exam findings would typically be benign. Let's now review diagnostic studies used to diagnose hypertensive nephrosclerosis. Lab studies would show an increase in creatinine, increase in blood urea nitrogen, and an increase in uric acid. Urinalysis may show a few casts but is typically benign with mild proteinuria typically less than 1 gram per day. A gross specimen would show cobblestone appearance of the kidney. The diagnostic criteria for hypertensive nephrosclerosis are the following. Hypertension that precedes proteinuria or renal insufficiency. No other cause of renal disease. And note that a biopsy is not necessary. In terms of a differential diagnosis, the main differential to consider here would be malignant nephrosclerosis. Finally, let's discuss the treatment of hypertensive nephrosclerosis. Medical treatment involves the use of angiotensin-converting enzyme or ACE inhibitors and angiotensin II receptor blockers. The indication of ACE inhibitors is for all patients with hypertension-associated nephrosclerosis. The indication of angiotensin II receptor blockers is if ACE inhibitors are contraindicated. And finally, let's discuss complications of hypertensive nephrosclerosis. Renal failure is the main complication and will typically only occur in patients with concomitant other renal disease. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A 51-year-old African-American man presents to his primary care physician's office for an annual visit. He has no major concerns and says that he has been healthy for the last year. 
His past medical history is significant for diabetes, as well as long-standing hypertension that has developed gradually since his 30s. However, he has refused to take any medications. Physical exam shows no abnormal findings, and routine laboratory testing reveals the following. The serum creatinine concentration is 1.5 milligrams per deciliter. The blood urea nitrogen level is 31 milligrams per deciliter. And based on these results, urine studies are conducted that reveal mild proteinuria of less than 1 gram per day and no casts. Which of the following is most likely associated with the cause of this patient's elevated creatinine? 1. Apple green birefringent lesions. 2. Cobblestone kidney. 3. Kimmel steel Wilson lesions. 4. Renal cortex necrosis. Or 5. String of beads on angiography. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 2, cobblestone kidney. This patient with long-standing hypertension, an elevated creatinine, and mild proteinuria most likely has hypertensive nephrosclerosis, which would be seen on gross anatomy as a cobblestone kidney. Remember, hypertensive nephrosclerosis is associated with chronic hypertension that develops gradually over time. It is most commonly seen in African Americans and occurs due to the gradual medial and intimal hypertrophy and sclerosis of small renal vessels. Laboratory tests in this condition will show elevated creatinine, elevated blood urea nitrogen, and elevated uric acid. Urinalysis will be benign appearing with few casts and sometimes mild proteinuria of less than 1 gram per day. No biopsies are needed in this condition, however gross anatomy will show the cobblestone appearance of the kidney. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, apple green birefringent lesions would be seen in amyloidosis, which can cause nephrotic syndrome, however this condition would present with severe proteinuria and likely have other symptoms associated with multiple myeloma. Answer choice 3, Kimmel-Steele-Wilson lesions can be seen in diabetic glomerulonephropathy, however this disease would present with more severe proteinuria and may also have fatty casts in the urine. Answer choice 4, renal cortex necrosis can be seen in diffuse cortical necrosis, however this disease would present with hematuria. And finally, answer choice 5, string of beads on angiography can present with fibromuscular dysplasia, which can cause hypertension and kidney damage, however this disease is normally seen in young women and would have more rapid onset of hypertension. In summary, hypertensive nephrosclerosis will present with elevated creatinine, elevated blood urea nitrogen, and mild proteinuria. And that's all for this review about hypertensive nephrosclerosis. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.